G'day guys, welcome to another weekly developer update. Uh, this is CW and once again joining me is Armenio. How are you mate? It's a pleasure to be here. I'm doing good. Doing ah, that's good. good. Another sort of substantial weekly developer update we've got going on here. Sort of what uh, piqued your interest this week? Well, I'm pretty excited to see Babel Fees. Um, that's a framework that came uh, actually from the Cardano ecosystem that uh, they, you know, I did some research on, I've been talking about, and uh, we're going to have our own Ergo implementation of it. Uh, basically, what a Babel fee is, is it allows users to um, pay miners from their perspective in a uh, any token, essentially, that's supported. So if you're holding ErgoPad and you want to send a transaction, um, you know, it, it will swap to Erg and pay the fee on the back end to miners without you needing to directly hold Erg before you send the transaction, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a novel sort of little concept, I guess, that's uh, made possible by EUTXO. Yeah, it's going to be big. Uh, there's, um, you know, a couple of different really nice use cases for that. One of which is uh, if you were to see a stable coin based wallet that simply held, you know, dollars or Australian dollars or euros or whatever, you know, form of stable coin uh, we see in the future. Um, you have the ability to send a transaction and you would actually pay the fee from your perspective in, in that native currency rather than the base currency ERG. Um, that opens up a lot of use cases in terms of allowing normal people to use kind of stable derivatives in uh, crypto to uh, transact. Yeah, really exciting. I can't wait for this one to sort of come to fruition. Yeah, right. and I do think it'll also be uh, a pretty key part of subpooling in the future. Yeah, true. So obviously, um, with the subpooling, we've spoken a little about uh, people sort of or projects launching via work. Um, it's an interesting concept there because they don't have to hold the base fee uh, or the base currency of Erg on Ergo blockchain. Um, they can sort of uh, the project can distribute their tokens, say token X, to the miners, and then they can sort of create a market out of nothing or from yeah, nothing. It'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that because the initial like first coins that are emitted uh, will actually need to have some sort of market set up for them in order to pay Babel fees. So those first uh, miners that set a network and, and something that's a, like a pure subpooling launch will need a few ERG to actually set some sort of exchange rate. And then hopefully with uh, demand, you know, the market will just organically develop around that, which would be really interesting to watch. Yeah, fair launch project or fair launch native token. It's great. It's pretty cool. It's going to be big. I'm really looking forward to that. All right. Well, let's jump into the dev update. First off, we have Captain Nemo. Do you just want to take Nemo? Sure. So Nautilus uh, has released version 0 0.4.3 uh, with DAP connectors, change box detection improvements, and some new asset icons. Uh, they produced a pre-release of Ergo Auth support for DAP developers. Uh, there's a lot of discussions on uh, Ergo Auth improvements that are happening in the community. Uh, right now, he's working on, uh, well, 
the transaction history and hybrid sync, which will be interesting uh, to see. I know that's something that their team has been playing with uh, for a while. Um, EIP 12 and JS uh, working on a static typing library for EIP 12 specs that should be released this week. Sweet. Moving on, we've got Morphic. Uh, once again, with the Sigma updates, I finished migration of Sigma to Scala 2.13, uh, invest, investigated an issue with unit registers in uh, version 4.1x, implemented test for unit registers in version 5, so the PR is ready for review, and has a couple of PRs towards 5.0.1 with the um, AOTC cleanup. So just waiting for a review of that. Uh, performed a security audit for the wallet app release and uh, just reviewed a number of uh, PRs, Ergo, EIPs, AppKit and Sigma. And then next up, uh, cross compilation of Sigma with uh, all three Sigma versions. So uh, 2.11 through to 2.13. Next up, Mr. Starfelder. Sure, uh, looks like in the last week, he's released a new wallet app version 1.10.2213 uh, <laughs> due to problems with purpose messages and smart contracts and beta channels. Uh, he's doing more work on the wallet app desktop port, which is going to be a pretty big improvement. Uh, getting a desktop version of the Android and uh, iPhone wallet, probably pretty same user experience. Uh, he's also working on the Mosaic for web uh, he's completed the part three of the tutorial and the pre-release version is here that's going to be a pretty nice thing to see um, basically it will define you know ui uh, for applications within wallets um, you know I, we had talked about uh, the need for having kind of the dap experience in the wallet rather than outside of the wallet and what he's building with Mosaic is uh, opening the door towards that. So it's going to be pretty nice to see, um, you know, simple user interfaces where from the user's perspective, you know, you really get away from like the find the website, connect your wallet, copy, paste. <laughs> That's kind of, uh, it's just multiple steps, you know, stresses people. So having everything in one simple package yeah. uh, really is a big deal. Yeah, you've uh, mentioned it a couple of times, kind of um, green button everything. And this is sort of one step towards uh, being able to utilize dApps in that respect. So moving on, we have Green Hat. And once again, uh, Green Hat and his team have been working on the Oracle sort of uh, V2 updates. So finished a, a vote for update pool command PR. Uh, working on moving contracts and parameters uh, definitions to a config file. Uh, Jasek is finishing the locking update for the NFTs contract update update contract box. Uh, working on a new pool command uh, box command and Green Hat's progress. Just finished a refresh box and transaction outputs uh, in the Bootstrap command. Uh, uh, merged the Bootstrap complex scenario and testing. Um, hunted. A failed box passing from Jason um, in the case of an incorrect ergo tree. And 
Uh, during the manual testing on testnet found that ergo node interface fails to recognize a failed request to the node um, on the transactions API. So also found that the transaction fee has been unrecognized by the node on post. So uh, it's nice to find that. And besides that, just planning to look into splitting uh, that PR. So ergo wallet PR and the node PR. Uh, just request from Scala Hub there or to Scala Hub, just please update the ballot contract in uh, the EIP PR with team, what that Tim, uh, Tim L proposes. So scrolling down, we can see all the repos there and on to Kushti. Sure, it looks like uh, we had um, the node development uh, in 5.0 on his plate. Uh, he released two reference clients this week, 4.0.32 and 4.0.33. Uh, a lot of new features are merged. Um, unfortunately, 4.0.33 had a PR that was not properly tested. So he then released 4.0.34 to uh, basically pull that back for further testing. Um, looks like they're going to introduce some new uh, requirements um for contributions um look we did have the 5.0 testnet that was launched and uh used the 5.0 reference client one uh to play around on it uh, they're working on refactoring and reviewing the uh p2p layer and uh other aspects of 5.0 uh so on to dexy and other matters uh he's actually spending the day uh tomorrow and I believe uh, Thursday with Bruno, uh, who was the um, researcher who came up with the JED framework and who came out with the formal JED paper. Uh, so they're uh, going to get together and discuss different stablecoin designs, trade-offs. You know, that's a pretty high-level discussion. I kind of wish I was in yeah. the fly on the wall in that room. But That's what uh, I was just about to say. If only you're a fly on the wall for that one. Yeah, it would it would be uh, neat to see. Uh, so I'm really curious to see. Uh, you know, I know Bruno has um, some ideas of uh, what could potentially be uh, beyond Jed even. And uh, I know you know Alex has been working on the Dexy framework, and and there may be some similarities, overlaps, things to learn from each other. So in the next two days, I'm really looking forward to uh, getting kind of a update on you know where things have landed. So they're still discussing the Dexy contracts uh, with Scala Hub. Um, he has reviewed EIP 31, which is the Babel fees, which we covered in the intro. Um, he's investigated an issue, uh, proxified withdrawal from Sigma USDIO made in the presence of attachment added by Ergo Wallet. Um, and after some discussions, EIP 29 um, has you know, kind of been put on ice for a bit. Uh, so we'll be excited to see, uh, you know, what comes next. I know he's going to jump on the Ergo Auth EIP uh, and review it, give some yeah. community feedback. Awesome. Look, what, uh, look forward to sort of what comes out of the co uh, conversation with Bruno and himself. Uh, moving on, we have Louis Vatra with the EGIO staking. It's ready to go on uh, their Padilla staking setup. So that includes add stake uh, and no unstake penalties. So that should be live in a few hours, which uh, will be live once this video 
uh, once you guys are watching this video. Uh, ErgoPad is uh, in a stable and performing state now, although they um, just continue to tinker with that. Uh, continued work on Padea, uh, both on the front and back end, and have uh, and started writing an ERP6 description for the different contracts and transactions that will be needed. So he thinks, uh, hopes to have um, decent draft ready in the next week, uh, next week's uh, in next week's update. So moving on, we have uh, Comet. Do you want to take Comet, mate? Yeah, I'll take Comet. Um, <laughs> says that even though Jose won't let me post here, I will. Well, I appreciate that. Comet now has wallets. Uh, so what the Comet coin has been doing is cloning the wallets that already exist in the ecosystem and sticking their brand on it, right? Uh, one thing they did do, uh, and beyond making things more Comet-ish, is uh, they actually did increase the unused addresses um, that you can create in Nautilus to 50 uh, from 20. So it's easier for airdrop snipers to basically try to um, uh, get as many airdrops as possible, I guess. Uh, which, you know, that now you could, I guess you could have like 50 different addresses and it's all one guy. <laughs> um, oh dear. What can of worms have we opened? That's progress. I'll take it. Uh, so soon it will be able to be downloaded from the Chrome store. So they did actually get it listed and uh, they cloned Satergo as well and uh, made it more Comet-ish. And it looks like now they're going to clone Mr. Stopega's wallet. Um, so, it, you know, at least they're doing something, right? Um, it doesn't look like anything particularly original other than taking something and putting their name on it, but I guess that's progress. Open source. Yeah, it's open source. You know, and, and that is one beauty of open source. The real question is going to be, um, are these wallets going to stay up to date with the ones that they uh, ripped off or are they going to be allowed to kind of be dead versions? So my challenge to comment was going to be if you're going to, Clearly, uh, you know, just copy paste uh, somebody. At least keep it up to date for the community. Yeah, we don't want anything sort of any vulnerabilities or anything come to light because something hasn't been updated. So yeah, please do so. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I actually heard from Nemo. He told me that uh, they had asked, and uh, at first they actually wanted to try to um, up that number to a thousand addresses, which is. <laughs> bit ridiculous but uh you know it's like its own civil attack i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh dear oh Main if you're coins. gonna be with stuff on ergo be careful now 50 50 uh, different faces behind one wallet yeah exactly then moving on <laughs> we have Ilya from ergo decks so uh continuing to work on the explorer has v5 testnet set up uh, the GraphQL server is set up and uh, request caching is a work in progress. Then on to Ergodex, they fixed a HTTP cache leak that was on the Ergodex Analytics API and uh, preparing new pool contract version with the support of custom liquidity mining. 
and uh, stable pools testing. So thanks once again for that update. And on to the next Ilya. Uh, do you want to take that one? Sure. So uh, the next Ilya from Sigma Valley has made a really nice little tool called the uh, Ching, which is a uh, basically uses a custom webhook and notifies people uh, on Twitter um, when there has been a transaction. Uh, you know, they're connected it to Ergodex um, and other uh, centralized exchange addresses. And so then it posts on Twitter if something is interesting. It reminds me of, uh, ooh, what was that? There's a bot called Billy Bybot, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Billy. I haven't hey. heard Billy for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, Glasgow ended up turning that off, maybe, or there was an issue with it. I, I'm not sure. But, you know, it kind of would post, like, big buys, big sells in the ecosystem. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because... You know, it, it does pull people's attention to kind of watch what's happening on chain without having to watch the actual explorer, you know, and, and dig through blocks. So it's a nice it's a nice trading tool. You know, I, I do know that, uh, you know, as the ecosystem develops, having information uh, symmetry versus asymmetry is, is kind of important that users, you know, have some notion of what's happening and. You know, traders are usually very plugged into that and spend a lot of time to gather information. But having a open source tool that's you know just posting everywhere to ching something happens, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, so good job, Ilya. I, I like that. Yeah. So they do the uh, deposit and withdrawals for other various exchanges, and then also um, some sort of whale activity that they've got going on on Ergodex. They'll sort of uh, highlight the, uh, the the larger transactions there. Do you want to say anything in regards to what Kushti says there? The Babel fees ERP looks quite good. Sure, he said uh, the Babel fees uh, look pretty good. Uh, he's talking about a privacy-oriented um, or sovereign wallet um, either Minotaur, um, you know, what Adberg has put together with Satergo, uh, perhaps uh, Haley PDL can create a fork that makes it show USD only and has the fees paid in USD. So you kind of create a decentralized dollar wallet um, and you basically delete all of the complexities of blockchain from uh, users, you know, and who knows, potentially, if you do have a privacy oriented uh, decentralized stablecoin wallet. You can also uh, get the off-chain code supported for the mixer. And, um, you know, I, I do know that uh, Sigma Join, since it has uh, the ability to um, interact from a wallet, uh, potentially that, that would be a pretty neat development uh, to see. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. And then uh, Satergo said that uh, comments comment um <laughs> if it's possible we were try we are good at copying making new things will be a challenge because we are not devs well they did you know what if they can clone a wallet and uh, support it i'll i'll be happy yeah who knows what they can come out of that as well um obviously this open source uh, opens the conversation around things and we might see some improvements Moving on, we have Jay the Ergod with the Night Owl uh, update. 
So on the front end, they're continue uh, moving to Next.js structure with Tailwind, uh, working on sounds for animations, uh, Safe W and Nautilus uh, compatibility working is in the DAP connector. That's good to see. And then on the back end, they've got the payout service working in the uh, in code for Roulette. Um, also, looking into why Nautilus wallets not displaying the JSON payload for signing. Uh, continued creating their production version of the backend servers, aiming to start internal Roulette testing next week, and implementing AVL trees in ErgoScript. So that'll be uh, a valuable tool for many of the contracts. And then other, they've. Uh, they're doing a couple of new interviews, so a couple more uh, technical side of things and continued dis discussions with third-party dev integration. Looks like Haley PPL has uh, released a new version of Safe Wallet, 0.6.5, to improve the CSV export. Uh, so there's no longer a 500 uh, transaction limit and there's an improved format. And it looks like we also have support for the React Ergo connector um, that was released uh, in the last hackathon. So that's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, awesome. Moving on, we have Scala Hub. Just a, an apology there for the delay. Uh, not too many updates from him for this week. So just on uh, Dexy, just added the fee uh, in liquidity pool contract, and then a work in progress for adding the fee in the minting contracts onto uh, Oracle Pool V2 in the ballot boxes. Uh, I was reported that a dummy token is required in one spending path. So a basic uh, fix has been tested and will add to the EIP. Next up, uh, Marty from Ergopad. Sure, it looks like they've been busy. Uh, Paideia. As an update, uh, Noob got Ergo Auth working, so logins are signed with a wallet now. Uh, Louis has started on smart contracts. Apparently, he's later on, uh, or actually earlier with the earlier, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We already passed him. Yeah. Um, front end is also having a lot of progress. Uh, they're working on a random NFT sales contract. LGD has finished the schematics for simple random sales and the more complicated version for Blitz TCG pack opening. That's awesome to see. Yeah. I really like what they're doing, the, the Blitz guys. Yeah, me too. Me too. I uh, kind of respect how they're, you know, building something before they actually, you know, try to sell something. And sometimes <laughs> it's hard, you know, depending on the complexity of a project, it's, can take years, you know, ergo, um, oof, you know, was in test net and development for like two years before it launched. Yeah. And, you know, that takes a certain level of commitment and also time and resources, which, um, you know, is sometimes hard to spin up, but if people are able to, you know, build at least, uh, like a minimal viable product before they launch, at least people know that there's something there. Yeah. There's substance behind it. Yeah, sometimes in this space, you know, it's, it's like not the case. Let's just say that. I'll be nice today. <laughs> uh, ErgoPad uh, has a uh, update. Life has done a lot of optimizations, moving uh, their web services away from the Ergo Explorer. That uh, looks like they're now using their own database and can customize queries based on their own needs, which is awesome to see. 
uh, their website has gone from 30 second API calls to under a second. So that's a major uh, performance enhancement. So great job, Leif. Yeah, very significant improvement. So on to cheese enthusiast. This is pretty substantial update. So this week has been playing uh, with Plasma with great results. So the get block plasma uh, beta release will be happening uh, tonight or tomorrow. So by the time this video is released, it should be out. Uh, it's updated the readme on the site to give a better explanation on how to use the library. Uh, he's temporarily scrapped the Sway database implementation. So that'll give more support to alternative sort of ergo clients in the future. And then the level DB implementation still works perfectly added support for generating AVL trees using manifests, as well as creating temporary trees with no storage database attached to them. So in testing, he's performed uh, multiple tests and used the Plasma library and integrated AVL trees into contracts and specifically designed the first draft of the contracts that would be used to replace the current smart pool contracts that are running on GetBlock. Uh, during the test was able to store 2,200 miners on chain and then in a single box holding and an the AVL tree. It's big. Yeah. And then later in the test, I uh, was able to pay out 300 miners in a single transaction. So 33% less transaction cost than a single smart pool transaction. Uh, currently, um, a single smart pool is only able to pay out a minimum of 10 miners. So that's a pretty significant increase also. A description of the contract draft as well as a link to the transactions uh, which were broadcast to mainnet can be found in that link and moving on they will be making an alternative set of plasma-based smart pool contracts to store the balances on chain and then uh, with the progress he's been making hope to test and integrate these contracts into our sub pools by next week so moving along, along quite quickly there then with a the better release coming out, uh, ask everyone to look through the code and try breaking it. Uh, be putting it up, uh, putting on a Sonatype repo later today. So currently uses AppKit app 4.0.8 uh, with 4.0.9 support coming later in the week. Yeah, that's huge. You know, Massive. It, that's actually kind of funny. It, it sounds like uh, Ergopad got about a 30 time improvement in terms of their API calls and... Uh, get block matched them with a 30 time improvement uh, with their potential minor payouts. Yeah. Less than that. <laughs> so that's awesome. Exactly. Quite a coincidence there. So moving on, we have low key node with Blitz TCG. Sure. So for Blitz, the recent uh, Reddit update covers just about everything. Uh, anybody that's interested, hop on uh, the Reddit or onto Discord and Go to the development channel, find this, click the link, and uh, you can read all about the update number five. All right, that wraps up the update for this week. Uh, what sort of piqued your interest there? You know, obviously Plasma is going to be big, but, you know, I, I think that seeing Plasma in parallel uh, with Babel fees is a beautiful uh, you know, uh, synchronicity, right? Because if I want to mine to, uh, let's say, mine a new coin and I need to figure out how, to, as a miner, uh, let's say that that sub pool only pays out that one coin, um, I'm in trouble if I've never mined ERG before because I don't have any, 
right? <laughs> it kind of it creates a weird bottleneck um, that Babel fees overcomes, and so having not only that bottleneck potentially alleviated before it's even a problem, but uh, also having the performance improvements from uh, scaling solutions in a mining pool. That's just big uh, foundation for future growth. Yeah, exactly. And uh, who knows which way things will head in regards to sort of the post-ETH uh, ETH merge whenever that happens. Um, could see a, a quite a big influx of miners throughout Ergo and to have all this sort of infrastructure ready is pretty big. Yeah, it, I, I'm quite excited. You know, I think that uh, the day we see a project fully launch uh, via subpooling, it is going to be a big day for the ecosystem. And so what I'm seeing is a lot of the backend components <clears throat> that are necessary to support that coming together. And so I, I think that uh, who knows, maybe this year we'll see that. It'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be exciting to see. Uh, and then you have bragging rights also from the project perspective of being the first one to launch via work. Yeah, and then comments going to come out with comment 2.0 and copy it. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, right. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I, I really think that uh, the ability to launch in a on top of a decentralized network is basically going to mean any project that chooses that vector is going to be more um decentralized from genesis than ergo even was it's an interesting concept to sort of think about as well is uh in regards to sort of the, the unknowns in, re in regards to regulation and what the future holds in that respect and um the determination of what is a security and a commodity and who else who are uh, and what other sort of category that they sort of come up with um and sort of silo each sort of project in um, it'd be interesting to sort of see how how that sort of differs across the board. I'm very curious. You know, I, I think that if a project can um, have transparent tokenomics, even if it's something like Ergo did, where uh, you know every block for a period of time, a small portion of that was sent then to you know the foundation to fund and bootstrap the system. Well, if a project follows that same framework, um, you know it should be quite fascinating to see where they can potentially. Um, you know, fund uh, developers, pay for servers, do all of the things that, you know, do cost money, um, but also, you know, be decentralized and have a fair launch and not be able to front run uh, any of the miners. I'm fascinated to watch how it develops. Yeah, exactly. And then the, uh, the, the miners are the one to set the market values uh, just from day one. It's pretty interesting uh, for the miners to have that control. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, Ultimately, in, in my opinion, probably one of the biggest uh, improvements in proof of work since stratum pooling. Um, so I'm excited to watch and kind of be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. Very well said. So watch this space. All right, guys. Well, thanks uh, once again for tuning in for another weekly developer update. Uh, I think we sort of touched on pretty big uh, sort of uh, things that are happening in the ecosystem on this one. So, yeah, really looking to, uh, forward to seeing how everything sort of comes to fruition. Uh, thanks again for joining, uh, Armenia. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, always. Cheers.